Hi, my name is Antonia Dominguez. And I'm Linda Coogan. And you're listening to Wine, the the Long and the the Short of It. Welcome to episode four. Okay, I'm going to talk briefly about this because I I can tell from your vibe you don't really want to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. Um, And that is organic, biodynamic, natural. Now, I'm not going to go into major detail because... It's a huge topic. Oh my God, it's a huge topic. But That's it's so relevant. Okay, I didn't want to cover it now because it's it's just so big. But if you yeah. want to give us a brief scenario of all of the above, please well, do. I, I, just I may a... put it in my tuppence worth. Okay. But please, the but short version, Antonia, please. I'm, yeah, I'm not capable of short versions, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> so, um, but I'll do my best. No, I just think it's such a relevant topic because I um, I was recently doing a round of the different stores and um, and I met a, a customer who came in and she said, um, I'm looking for such and such a wine that I had here before. And uh, and she said, and it was organic. It was organic as though that in itself was a major um, USP for her, mm-hmm. you know, major selling point. And which I totally appreciate as it is for many consumers. But what people don't realise, what customers don't realise is that most, many, 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 many wineries are now practising organic viticulture as standard, organic winemaking as standard, but they don't have it on the bottle as as organic because they haven't gone through the certification process, which can be very costly and cumbersome for a winery. Mm-hmm. So that's my base point. Then... Where I go from here is the biodynamic thing, right? So, so sorry, just to I summar- said, I didn't say anything. Okay. Go ahead, go just, on. Uh, to summarize that, a lot of wines are organic mm-hmm. and absolutely benefit from being organic in terms of the materials. I mean, us as a planet are benefiting from those winemakers and those viticulturists practicing mm-hmm. organic. Um, as well as as the wine itself. But then you have the biodynamic. What's the difference and all of that? Now, I'm not going to get into the technicalities, but it is an organic form of viticulture and it just has a few few. other (laughs) uh, nuances, nuances, let's say. Um, So they use certain they use certain treatments um, and they um, they try and and um, follow the biorhythms of you the know tides, the, waves, the, the tides moon, and the moon exactly so it, it can it can come across a bit cuckoo but I've talked to a lot of winemakers that can really back up the reason why they they veer into biodynamic um, yeah it's kind of taken organic to another level as such right let's just keep it simple for Absolutely. now and we can go into all those treatments and the the, the different nuances in another episode now where are, and and so far thus far I am all for it. But I think when we go into the natural wine territory, it gets a little bit tricky and a little bit um, vague, I suppose. One of the reasons being that um, natural wines themselves don't have any sort of uh, official or widely accepted definition. That's one point to make. So it's whatever the winemaker perceives as natural. And what most people kind of um, consider natural is sort of low intervention, minimum intervention. Now, a natural wine, as we said before in the first episode, doesn't mean it does not have sulfites. It has sulfites because sulfites exist as a natural. Yeah, natural, natural, natural byproduct of the fermentation process. 
So even natural wines have sulfites. It it might mean that they, the winemaker makes a concerted effort not to add anything additional in the winemaking process, so certain enzymes or use certain products in the fining and filtering of the wine and so on. And yeah. I am fully behind that type of wine. Yeah, well, fully absolutely. natural wines where you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. And each bottle is different. Mm-hmm. Mm. Back in know. January, I went on a, on a winery, uh, winery visits to the Veneto region. And um, I went to Suave and I went to Piero Pan. And myself and another MW student were given a private audience with Andrea Piero Pan. And oh, he's a good friend of mine. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. What a coincidence. <laughs> anyway. um, a gorgeous guy. It's a family run um, winery and they've just done an amazing renovation and it's just absolutely mind blowing what they've done. But I I just adored his philosophy on all of this. Um, I even wrote down you know, a few of the things he said. Um, they were certified organic since 2008 in Valpolicella. They have a winery there in 2011 in Suave. He wants the winery to be 100% sustainable and he emphasizes sustainable mm-hmm. as opposed to organic. Yeah, or natural or anything like or that. Or anything it's else or, or, or biodynamic. Huge, yeah. He said he thinks the concept of organic uh, slash biodynamic, quote, is over, is what he said. Um, yeah, now, yeah. I he, don't know he, about organic, but, but, I, I would argue. But anyway. li- yeah, Go but on. listen to what well, he said listen. to back this up. He said, we should get over organic and biodynamic. It causes confusion and the differences are not big enough. It is possible to make a wine that reflects the terroir and is not biodynamic. Sustainability has more reach. It incorporates the organic biodynamic philosophies, but extends beyond just viticulture to operations, dry goods, female equality in the winery, etc. It gives an advantage to society and benefits to the community. Being organic or biodynamic should be just a consequence of being sustainable and not the reasons for doing it. Sustainability is also an easier concept for consumers to understand. I absolutely agree with most of that. I'm not not all of it, um, but sustainability is the bigger, bigger topic, and what people I believe people should be striving for in terms of their wine purchases, rather than looking for organic, natural, or biodynamic wine styles. Um, so sustainable and Riospicious in 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 green Spain, um, they cannot be organic. They cannot, because of the the, mm, the climate and everything, mildew, they cannot be organic. So none of the wineries in that region will ever be organic. Yet they their ethos is sustainable. And that's what they 1 million percent are tr- striving to achieve. So I don't buy that one philosophy of organic, biodynamic or natural. I think we need to have a bigger conversation about it all. This is very serious, isn't it? But I think it's really relevant. No, I know it's relevant, but, but on, it is it. quite serious. Okay, no, but, yeah, but but I think this is important. Honestly. I so do yeah. I. But He's, sustainable is what I think most people, like your friend here, has yeah, said Andrea. is quite is the word that we yeah. should be kind of. He, he championing. also said he asked the question. He posed the question: Will consumers pay a premium for organic wines? And he said consumers will pay a premium for better quality, but not for added costs. 
on the on the winery side, those added costs being those certification costs mm-hmm. that you have to pay out in order to be certified organic yeah. and biodynamic. And he said, organic biodynamic producers should not have to pay certification costs the other way around. Conventional winemakers should have to pay a cost to use chemicals. Oh I thought that was God, really powerful. That's actually brilliant. I. D- I- Oh my God, you see, every day with you I learn something new. Now I swear to God, um, this is unreal because it should be, if, if people are trying to, you know, do their part, carbon footprint is global, warming, everything to maintain and sustain uh, wine so that the consumer can enjoy it 20, 30, 40 years on, it's all about sustainability. Quiz time, Linda. Hit me. <laughs> Ow, I don't mean literally. Okay. This is the body that certifies biodynamic wine. Demeter. Thank you. Uh, oh, no, no. Our egg timer. Hold on. I have one. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll give you that one for free. Okay. Uh, what type of yeast is used to ferment grapes in a wine naturally? Saccharomyces. Sir. Oh. What? What? <laughs> I was going to say wild yeast. Oh no, it has a name. Oh, for Christ's sake. Wild yeast. That's hilarious. What were you going to say? Listen, I go there. No, tell me. Master of Wine, tell me what that, tell me. Well, they're all Saccharomyces strains. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. That is too funny. Wild yeast is not a type of yeast. That's just. Well, what way do you want me to ask that? I mean, every wild yeast has probably got a different strain and a different name. Okay, so what way should I word that question? I think we should move on to the next question. Okay. Um, if a wine is cloudy, it is usually a natural wine. Very good. Okay. Um, these are in every single wine, regardless of how it is made, organic, natural or mass produced. Sulfites. Excellent. Um, root days, flower days, fruit days and leaf days are all associated with which winemaking practice? Biodynamic. Mm-hmm. Organic? No, you're right. <laughs> What? The way you looked at me, I thought I was no, wrong. It's, uh, there's more to talk about that. The man, this man is known for inventing biodynamic farming. Rudolf Steiner. Doctor, I'll have you know. Sorry. Uh, oh, this is a three minute timer. Oh, I brought the wrong time. Oh, I was thinking we were <laughs> yeah, talking for a long time. I know. Okay, swap. Let, let, okay, that halfway. Ready? Okay, come on. Uh, this is a clay substituted for egg whites to clarify wine. Bentonite. Right. Cows, horns and lunar cycles are associated with which type of winemaking? Biodynamic. You see, there's loads to talk Correct. about that. It's, it's, I know. Yeah. What is the term used when the winemaker has minimum involvement with the wine throughout the growing and winemaking process? I don't understand the question. Well, you wrote it. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Let me see. If you don't understand. What is the term? Oh, like minimum uh, intervention. Minimum yeah. intervention, yeah. Swimming pool or beach? <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong pile of questions. <laughs> If either of these products are in a wine, it cannot be classified as a vegan wine. Um, Egg whites Mm -hmm. or fish's guts. Fish bladders. Lovely. Share an embarrassing wine moment. (laughs) 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 Which is better, organic wine or natural wine? No comment. Um, Like if I put a gun to your head? Organic. Okay. Uh, this is the year that Dr. Rudolf Steiner invented 1924. Well, that's because I wrote the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was really okay. impressed there were a second. Right, time up. Wine recommendation, Linda, bearing in mind that for this episode, we've selected either an organic, biodynamic or a natural wine. 
Indeed, I have. I have a lovely organic wine from Australia from a very well-known brand called Yalumba. Yalumba. Y-A-L-U-M-B-A. <laughs> you couldn't get it. <laughs> you couldn't get it. Wait, me not spelling something. Anyway, so yes, so it is, Yalumba is the family estate and I am touching on the grape called Viognier. And it has lots of exotic fruits. It's complex. It's got lemon rind peach, apricot and a touch of honeysuckle. So I just think this is a really expressive wine. Antonia, stop dancing around. <laughs> and Very excited. It, I know you Don't want to be um, I personally would only have a glass or so of this because it is that little bit more richer in your palate. Now it does have some levels of acidity to keep it fresh, but it's the type of wine that personally I would only have a glass or two of with food and by food it's with my takeaway Thai mm-hmm. always um, I like to have a selection of dishes when I order Thai food I have uh, chilli chicken with basil I have pad Thai I have satay I have lots of different things and I find it works with all the different spices like lemongrass and the limes and all that so this wine is from um, Australia as I said it is vegan so it is vegan friendly and it is organically grown grapes. Lovely. The supplier is Cassidy's and it's available, widely available for around 17 euro in um, a good few independent wine shops and some other supermarkets as well. Antonia, what's your recommendation this week? Is it organic, natural or biodynamic? So I went for uh, a biodynamic. Well, actually, I went for the wine because I love the wine and it just happens to be biodynamic. Excellent, but that's the thing. That's the whole point. I don't think we should be looking for these stars exactly. if it's a good wine and it has these things. Extra yeah. bonus. So it is Peter Jakob Kuhn Reinscheifer Riesling. <laughs> what now? Say that again slowly. <laughs> Peter Jakob Kuhn, which is the producer. Okay. Uh, Ryan Schaefer Riesling. Do you hear me? Riesling. Okay. This wine is uh, from the Rheingau region in Germany. Schaefer means slate and that minerality that comes from the slate soils provides the backbone for this precisely crafted Riesling. It's really beautiful. It's so elegant, precise and defined. Um, zesty lemon and orange flavours with notes of herbs and spice and a really elegant saline finish. We talked about minerality in another yeah. episode. So this one, you really get that 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 minerality in, in the form of, you know, a bit of salinity, a bit of flintiness. Um, so overall, a, a restrained elegant Riesling with pointed citrus acidity and those herbal notes and saline notes make it ideal for food. And I'm thinking um, obviously any seafood um, and salty dishes. So oysters, crab, moule frites, but could also pair really well with uh, seared tuna, grilled salmon, sushi and Asian dishes. Like you said, I think it would work well with. um, Why are you looking at the clock? Am I boring you, Linda? I was in food heaven here. I was just like, how long is this? Like the description. Um, and in terms of, so you like it. I love this. I and now it is a bit on the pricey side. Um, Thirty euro more or less okay. retail retail price. Um, you can find it in many of the independents. It is imported by Findlater. Okay, but it's it's. I don't think I've had that one. Uh, to be honest with you, so when something is you know this handcrafted 
crafted, as you say, presumably the finish on it is really, really long and lingering mm-hmm. and that, yeah. It is indeed, yeah. Okay. Really lovely long length. And and ending on that kind of mineral note and, as I say, that kind of that zingy citrus note as well. So it's just beautiful and it's just great with food. Okay. Um, I was going to add to that. Oh, yeah. I was I was kind of having a look to see what was their philosophy on being biodynamic, mm-hmm. just out of interest. And they say, for us, biodynamics means above all, increased attention in the vineyard and empathy towards our vines and the natural connections surrounding them. And then they say, we use them to promote soil vitality. 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 (laughs) I didn't even pick you up there. (laughs) And then they say, we use them to promote soil vitality, biodiversity and create a real deep relationship between us, our vines and the soil. I just think that really... (laughs) I just think that really captures what the biodynamic, I suppose, philosophy is all about. Okay. Excellent. Okay. They sound nice. Yeah, no, fabulous. I'll wait till you buy me a bottle. I can't or believe I you haven't tasted no, that I'm, one. I don't think so. I really but don't think so. you were at the Finlater tasting with me and it was, they had the whole, I think they had four or five of the Peter Jakob Kuhns. <gasps> well, then I did. I remember it. Did. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yes, I do it remember. It was on the back of that that we, we bought it into. Absolutely do remember now. Sorry, it's the name of it. If I saw the label, then I'd be able to tell you. Yep, that's the one. Aha, that was stunning. I remember it exactly where. Yum. Yeah, gorgeous stuff. You have been listening to Wine, the Long and the Short of It with me, Antonia Dominguez. And me, Linda Coogan. Subscribe to and share our podcast with your wine-loving friends. Cheers. Thanks.